You're listening to the Father's House Podcast. We're in Owensboro, Kentucky. Hope you guys enjoy. If you guys want more information, you can go to thefathershouseky.com. to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You know, um, my natural instinct is to, the anxiety of speaking in front of people is like, oh, let's get to my notes and let's get it out and let's be done. Um, But I heard the Lord just say, I want you to just be sensitive to what I want to do this morning. Amen? Amen. So if you're in the room and um, the holidays have just been hard for you, I just wanted us to pray this morning. Maybe you've lost someone um, on a past holiday. Maybe it's your first holiday without a family member. Maybe it's a holiday that you have not had anybody to um, have a Thanksgiving meal and sit down at the table with people that you love. Is that anybody in the room? Can we just pray for you this morning? Anybody? Just have a hard time. I know I heard from the Lord, so if it's you, don't be embarrassed. Just, I see your hand. Can we all just stretch our hands out to you this morning? Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you are so near to the people who are lonely, brokenhearted, Father, that um, have experienced loss, that you come in, Holy Spirit, and comfort her in the season, Lord. I thank you, Father, that you are restoring her joy, God. I thank you that you are so close to her right now in this moment, fulfilling every need, every void in her heart and in her mind and in her soul. In the name of Jesus, Father, we just declare healthy, whole, fulfilled joy in Jesus' name. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Well, this morning, I just wanted to share a little bit of what God has been stirring in my heart, and I feel like it's a message for all of us. I believe it is also part of our culture. If you look out in our front lobby, we have our um, values that we value here on our board. Identity, um, evangelism. Anybody else know any? For ten dollars, oh look, family for ten ten dollars, twenty dollars going. Just kidding. Um, but one of them is hunger. Everybody say hunger. And I don't believe we've even scratched the surface of what it means to truly hunger after the things of God. But I do believe that we're scratching the surface, and I believe God is wanting us to get to the place where we're hungering for Him day and night. Amen. Amen. I had a friend reach out to me this week. She said, will you do a podcast with me? And she said, what is one thing that everyone needs? Well, that's such a broad statement. I want you to think about one thing that if you could encourage anybody of what they would need to walk with the Lord, what would they need? I want you to turn and tell your neighbor what you think they need. Go ahead, everybody do it. Come on, some of y'all aren't participating. The one thing. So immediately, I go to surrender. And I hear the Lord say, I'm just like, okay, so the one thing people need to do is surrender. Because personally, partly that that me, I'm, I'm having to surrender a lot in my life over the last few years. So I immediately went to surrender, and the Lord said, no, there's actually more faith. 
I was like, well, what's more than surrender? He was like, actually, it's the pursuit. It's pursuing me. He said, when you pursue me, then everything else, the surrender comes. The character of God comes. Healing comes. Freedom comes when you're continually pursuing me. And I was like, that's really good, Lord. So we probably were all wrong. And I'm not saying that I'm right either. However, I do think there's something about God wanting us to pursue after him in the day and the night. And what I'm going to do today is I'm going to kind of walk you through some scripture this morning of what that looks like when God is saying the day and the night. Some of us, we um, our physical bodies, we eat even when we're not hungry, Right? All weekend, we've eaten when we're not hungry. Y'all are at the appetizer line. I ate all the appetizers. I got to Thanksgiving meal, and I wasn't even hungry. But what did I do? I kept eating. And I heard the Lord say, wouldn't it be beautiful if people ate spiritually the way that they ate physically? That it wouldn't be on this. And I think even in the physical realm, we're like, 8 o'clock, it's breakfast time. 12 o'clock. Oh, it's 1 o'clock. It's too late. I better have lunch. Dinner time is five o'clock. We're so robotic in the way that we hunger after even in the physical sense. But I also think it's even in the spiritual sense. Oh, my morning time. I'm just going to get up this morning and have my quiet time with the Lord. Or maybe some of you are at nighttime and you really love the nighttime. So you stay up and have quiet time. But maybe some of you are just sporadic. Once a week you come and like, I'm hungry for the things of God. I come into church and I receive from God, but then you forget about all the other days. And you know what? We're all on different walks and different paths of life. Some of you have walked into this place and you're a new believer. You're like, what are you talking about hunger? I don't even know what you're talking about. And that's okay. We're all on a different journey with the Lord. But I believe that his longing in his heart, because he pursues us, he wants us to pursue him. Amen? Yeah, look at Adam and Eve. What did God do? He pursued them even in their sin, which was so beautiful. So I believe God is wanting us to, number one, get out of the robotic part of relationship with him, that it's a religious thing, that we just get up in the morning, we have our time with God, and then we forget about the rest of the day. But I believe that he wants us to continually pursue him in the day and in the night. Everybody say day. Everybody say night. Uh, if you go to Joshua, I'm just going to read this scripture and then we're going to pray together. Joshua 1.8, it says, The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it day. Everybody say day. And night. Everybody say night. So that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then, everybody say then. You will make your way prosperous, and then you will be successful. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for the word of God. We thank you, God, that you're here in this room speaking, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that I'm a vessel that use me. Speak everything that you want to be spoken and hold back every word that's not, that you don't want to be spoken, God. Open our eyes, open our hearts, open our minds to to know what it truly means to hunger and thirst after you. Hunger and thirst after righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. We like to do this thing around here. Will you just 
put your hands out. I don't know if I say it the way Pastor Mike says it, but I'm just going to do my version. Say, Lord, I receive everything that's of you. And it's not of you. I don't receive it. Now, here's the thing. If it's in the Bible, it's from him. So if you hear a word spoken, you're like, oh, that's not for me. Actually, it's for you because it's in the Bible. Look at your neighbor say it's in the Bible. Yes. Wow, it's, it's so good. It's so good. So I'm going to start with us in Psalms 1, verses 1 through 3. So I'm going to answer my friend who wants me to do a podcast that the one thing I think people need is the pursuit of Jesus. And a lot of us are thinking, like, what does that look like? And I'm going to take us through scripture this morning of what the pursuit of the day and night looks like. So Psalms 1, verses 1 through 3. I love that I'm getting less nervous about being in front of y'all. And there's a few things to that. And I know our freedom leaders can recognize this too because they're uh, leading people. Give it up for our freedom leaders. My word, they have stepped out of a place of uncomfortableness, and I'm so proud of them. I love the way that they lead um, authentically and to be true to who they are. I love that they're leading out of obedience to what God is saying. I love that they're leading and loving people well. It's been beautiful to see the journey of our leadership in this season and even people coming alongside of us. Can I just share a little bit of this because we're all family, right? What's been beautiful is I've called a few people in to other freedom groups because I see a potential of them leading freedom groups next fall. And to see their yes and to see the way that they're leaning in and helping lead people has been beautiful for me. And I'm just so grateful for what God is doing. He's stirring something in the culture here of growth. And I don't mean numbers growth. I mean spiritual growth. And so I feel like the message that he has for us this morning is actually, we're ready for it. Say, I'm ready for it. Yeah, so um, I was saying so. Oh, about me. Just me getting, comf- not comfortable. But I think there's a few things that come along with that. Here's number one. I feel like it's becoming more family here, which is beautiful. So I can feel like, oh, I know these people. Like, they know me. I can be who I am. Number two, freedom of being authentic, right? Somebody um, was praying for me in the prayer room. And they're like, I love that F- Pastor Faith is being spunkier. I can see a spunkiness in her. And that's actually who I've been all along. And so now I get to truly be who I am, which is really beautiful. So I love the culture. I just want to speak to that. And you all are a part of that. You bring your gifts. You bring your personality. You bring your love that God has pouring out on you. You, get, you bring it. And I just love what I'm seeing in our culture. So thank God. Lord, we thank you for the culture that you're doing here, that you're bringing here. All right, I'm going to start. Psalms 1, verse 1 through 3, it said, Blessed, and in parentheses in the Amplify, it says, Fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, following their advice and example, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit down to rest in the seat of scoffers, the ridiculers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, his precepts and teaching, he habitually meditates day, everybody say day, and night. Everybody say night. And here's what's so beautiful about meditating on the word day and night all throughout our day. 
And it could look something like this. You get a scripture, the night, God reveals a scripture to you. And the next day, you're continually thinking about that scripture. You're continually asking God, God, what does that scripture mean? God, show me. How do I activate this scripture in my life? How do I do this in my life? And then he begins to share that with you. And that's the meditating of the day and night. But here's what happens. It says, and he, the person who meditates day and night, will be like a tree firmly planted and fed. I love this part. And fed by the streams of water. Who feeds you? God, by his word. This is his word. It's your guidebook. It's your life map. He feeds you by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season. Its leaf does not wither, and whatever he does, he prospers and comes to maturity. I love that. You know, I think so many times in my life I'm like, God, tell me what I'm called to do. Thank you for the call of God on my life. Thank you for the plan of God. But I think we get so caught up in that that we forget pursuing him, but we pursue his call. We pursue servanthood. We, we begin to start striving, and we forget about who he is. And he is the one that wants to be pursued. Amen? Psalm 63, 1 verse 8, it says, Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. Everybody say early. What I'm trying to do is build some scriptures in you to show you that God wants to be pursued in the early, in the day, and in the night. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there's no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory because your loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with morrow and fatness and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches. There's the night part. Because you've been my help, therefore in the shadow of your wings I will rejoice. My soul follows close behind you. Your right hand upholds me. And just recently I've, I've been growing in my walk with the Lord over the years. And people always say, Faith, how do you hear from the Lord? And I just say, it's, it's not this complicated formula that I think we get so caught up in. But I really believe it's just pursuing after the Lord, you know. And I've learned after 20, I had to do the math this morning, 28 years of following Jesus that I've, I feel like in the last two years that I've gotten a revelation of even how to hear the voice of the Lord. So if you're new, I just want to encourage you. If you're new in the faith and you're like, I, I don't even have a Bible, I, I don't know how to hear the voice of the Lord, it's going to come through pursuing him. It's going to come in relation with, relationship with him. It's going to come from reading your Bible. It's going to come from praying. It's going to come from sitting with the Lord and saying, Lord, I need to hear from you. What are you saying? It's going to come from you walking into situations and saying, Lord, what are you trying to get to me? What are you trying to say to me? What are you trying to get me to learn right now in this situation? It's the daily the daily pursuit through the morning, through the evening. And even in this last two weeks, which by the way, I love Virgin River. They came out with the series five. Like I want to sit in Netflix and watch it at night, just to be honest with you. 
but I have denied my flesh because the Lord is teaching me. He's like, Faith, I want you to meditate day and night. And so at night, what I've been doing, which has been really cool, is I've been sitting and reading this book. And I'll tell you what's been happening that I've, I've never truly encountered before is I've been having these dreams, which I do get dreams, but I never fully understand what the Lord is trying to say in the dream. So I'm always having to call other people and be like, what do you think the Lord is saying in this dream? And the Lord has given me just fresh revelation just in this last week. He was saying, Faith, because you're meditating on me day and night, I'm actually teaching you now how to discern what I'm saying. But it's because you're pursuing me in a deeper way. And now I've had these dreams, and it's like all of a sudden, boom, I know what they mean. It's like crazy for me to even experience that. But I was even talking to somebody today, and they're like, yeah, I wake up a lot at night. I was like, well, maybe the Lord is wanting to, you know, share something with you. And he's like, I just, I'm really tired. I want to go back to bed. Yeah. But I believe that he is awakening the body of Christ to hear him in a different way, in a new, fresh way. And for all of you in this room, I believe that God can wake you in the middle of the night and speak to you. I believe that some of you are really dreamers and you don't know what he's saying, but I believe God wants to give you a fresh revelation of what he is saying as you pursue after him in the day and in the night. The second question she asked me was she said, Faith, how do you hear from the Lord? And I, again, am going to answer it comes from the pursuit. If you look in the Bible at the prophet Anna, I'm going to go to Luke 2, verse 36 through 38. Hey, can I just encourage us all to start bringing our Bibles? There's something really powerful when we're in our Bible together. Am I reading? You know, y'all get distracted when a text pops up, right? Yes. Yeah, we all get distracted looking at the Bible on our phone. If you don't have a Bible, we'll buy you a Bible. I just bought someone this week. There's something powerful about seeing Scripture in front of you, highlighting it, whatever you need to do to remember it, to meditate on it. That's the meditate day and day in and day and and day and the night. In Luke verse two, verse thir- or chapter two, verse thirty-six, it says, <clears throat> "Now there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about eighty-four years, who did not depart from the temple." But served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who looked for redemption in Jerusalem. If you think about Anna, she received insight into things that people normally didn't receive insight into. She recognized whose child this was, the Savior. She tells of his significance to people in Jerusalem. And why? She could hear from the Lord. She was called a prophetess. Somebody, how did she hear from the Lord? She was in the temple. What did it say? Who did not depart from the temple. Look at your neighbor and say, she didn't depart. 
And it said that she served God with fastings and prayers night and day. If you're in freedom this week, we're going to fast. And I just want to encourage you, if you are in our church and you're not a part of freedom, will you come alongside of us? I just feel the Lord all over this. Will you come alongside of us and fast with us this week for our people that are going to come and experience such an encounter from the Lord and such freedom this next weekend? And here's what I want to encourage all of us to do. You know, if you fast from sugar, it's pretty easy because everybody wants to fast from sugar after Thanksgiving to drop the five pounds, right? But can we, can we take a day where we do only water, where we really deplete ourselves of anything but in pursuit of what the Father wants to say and, and to really do this next weekend in freedom. So if you can, y'all want to raise your hand and do that with us this week? Can we, can we all say yes to that one day? It doesn't matter what day it is. But here's what I also want you to do is I want you that whole day, this is just um, an experiment to what I am really sharing from the heart of God. And I believe you're gonna have an encounter with the Lord like you've never had before. If you will deplete yourself of food and truly lean into the spiritual food and ask the Lord what he's saying in the day and in the night, maybe it's a 24-hour fast, I promise you, you're gonna hear from the Lord in a way that you've never encountered before. And he's gonna speak something to you, he's gonna show something to you, and you are gonna be changed. I believe that. I've only done it one time last year, and wow, it was really powerful. It was hard. It's going to be challenging for some of you. But I promise you, you will hear from the Lord when you deplete yourself of, of physical food and you fill yourself with spiritual food. So as you get hungry through the day, fill yourself with the meat of the word. Amen? Amen. So Anna received insight into things. She truly pursued Jesus in the temple every day with fasting and prayer. Philippians 4, 6, it says, Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout the day. Everybody say throughout the day. Offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. I think it's really important that we slow down in the season. That we look at what's going on in our lives that's exhausting our time and what we're truly in pursuit of and slow down and ask the Lord what he wants you to pursue. We're getting ready to start a new year and everybody loves to start a new year fresh. And I would just urge you in this next month to ask the Lord, Lord, what are some things that I need to stop pursuing? And what is it that you want me to pursue? So part of that is just pursuing him. And when you pursue him, he gives you direction. He gives you the filling of the inside of the things around you that are not filling you. He actually fills those desires when you pursue him. Okay, I'm going to go over to Luke 18, verses 1 through 8. Are you all still with me? You know, I got to thinking about junk food whenever I was doing my this study. And I was thinking about so many times that 
my my daughter loves to like snack before a meal and she loves the junk food we went to the circus in Evansville yesterday my goodness gracious the amount of junk food that I saw and you know what they did they kept coming by and tempting my kid you need more cotton candy do you need more slushy do you need more popcorn? I'm like, $10 a pop. No, we don't need any more junk food. Get that crap out of here. But so many times in life, we love to like, let, let me explain, and then I'm going to explain a little bit more. We love junk food. Like, we love to fill ourselves up with all of this junk, and then when we get ready to eat a meal, it's like we're not hungry. And I believe in the spiritual sense that we have forgotten to pursue the one who fulfills the hunger, that wants to fulfill the hunger, but we go into all these other lanes of, like, jobs that fulfill Oh, I'm satisfied with my job. Friendships. Oh, I'm satisfied here. I don't need anybody else. I've got all my family. They're all I need. I hear people say that all the time. And it's beautiful that you have family. I love family, but they are not everything. They will never fulfill the void in your heart that God can fill. And I got to thinking about this. I was like, wow, if I came home and told my husband, who I have covenant relationship with, that I don't need any of his time, that I don't need, any, I don't need to talk to him because I've been out with my girls, and they fulfilled my, my speaking, like I don't, and, and hearing, and having conversations, and I'm filled up to overflowing, but I came home to him and not gave him anything? Dang. And I think that's sometimes what the Lord is thinking, like, wow, they're doing, pursuing all these other things that are fulfilling these voids in themselves, but the biggest void that will never be fulfilled that I can only fulfill is from me. So let's reevaluate our lives and say, God, what am I pursuing in this season? And what do I not need to pursue anymore? I know for me even it's like I'm going to do all these things in my house and get my house clean. And the other day I just heard the Lord say, stop and be with your child. So what I did was I turned on a worship song and we sat and I said, Olivia, let's just soak before the Lord. And I'm teaching her how to hear the voice of the Lord and to stop and to really listen and, you know, it's really hard for a six-year-old to sit for five minutes. But she did. And I finally said, what? And, and in that moment, here, I can just help you with your kids. Just get them all on your bed. At night, I'm reading my book. I don't, I don't really necessarily want my daughter in there with me reading her book next to me because I, like, want to have my alone time. But you know what she's seeing being modeled to her is me spending time with the Lord in my Bible. And she's, I'm like, go get your favorite blanket and your stuffy and you come snuggle me. But she's seeing that modeled to her. And what will she do? She'll say, my mom, she meditated on the word day and night. And that is what's something that will become normal to her in her life. And so in that moment, I said, come bring your blanket, lay on the living room floor. Let's just spend time with the Lord. And I said, okay, now picture Jesus giving you a present. Now open up the present. What's inside? And at the end, she said, Mommy, Jesus gave me a gummy bear the size of the Christmas tree. I said, wow, that's amazing. She said, and I ate it in two bites. 
was like, do you know what's so beautiful about that is like the imagination of a child. It's the childlike faith. That's the pursuit of Jesus. It's like, let's not overthink it. Let's just find moments in our day where we sit with him in the morning and in the night because he's longing for us to pursue him. He's been waiting for us to knock on the door so that he can be like, here's what I want to give you. And it's not a matter of being filled even. It's just a matter of longing relationship and being with him. And so I said, what do you think the Lord was trying to tell you about that gummy bear? And this is something that I know the Lord has already shown her. She said, well, he promised that he'll never leave me. But that had nothing to do with the gummy bear. But it was a promise that she knew in her heart. And I said, well, I think that the Lord was trying to tell you that he's really sweet. And the Bible says that you can taste and see that the Lord is good. So do you see, like, as a parent, your kids have these wild imaginations. And sometimes what she says, I have no idea how in the world is the Lord speaking to her in this moment? But that's the pursuit that she has, and it's really been beautiful to watch. And she teaches me something. It's like, man, if I get in my head, I forget who he is. Hi, girls. Can I hold your hand? Come here for a minute. Come here, Ivy. Come here. Yeah, come here. See, this is, this is what Jesus is trying to get to us. It's the childlike faith. Hold each other's hands. Watch this. Can you guys sit down? Sit, yeah, I'll find your mom. Sit down for me, Greenly. Yeah. See how obedient they are? That's what God is wanting. He's wanting us to pursue him with a heart of just longing to be with him, of obedience. Yeah, I know. Can y'all stand with me this morning? I believe that God is wanting to increase our hunger, a hunger and thirst after righteousness, a hunger and thirst for his presence, a hunger and thirst for more of his character. And from the place of pursuit, all of the things will come to fill us with what he wants to fill us with. It says in Isaiah 26, verses 8 through 9, Lord, we show our trust in you by obeying your laws. Our heart's desire is to glorify your name. In the night, I search for you. In the morning, I earnestly seek you. For only when you come to judge the earth will people learn what is right. Do you all see that? In the night, I search for you. In the morning, I earnestly seek you. It says in Proverbs 8, verses 17, if the worship team could come, prayer team could come, I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. If you look in, look in Luke 18, it's the parable of the persistent widow. And I think this is what the Lord is really wanting us to pursue him persistently. If you read this parable, it says, Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart, 
saying, there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, and she came to him saying, get justice for me for my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterwards he said within himself, though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her. I'm going to read from the Passion. He ignored her plea for quite some time, but she kept asking. And eventually he said to himself, this widow keeps annoying me, demanding her rights, and I'm tired of listening to her. And even though I'm not a religious man, I don't care about the opinions of others. I'll get her off my back by answering her claims for justice, and I'll rule in her favor, and then she'll leave me alone, Jesus continued. Did you hear what the godless judge said? That he would answer her persistent request. Don't you know that God... The true judge will grant justice to all his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night. He will pour out his spirit upon them. He will not delay to answer you. You've been saying, I've been pursuing him, but he's not answering me. He will not delay to answer you, and he will give you what you ask for. God will give swift justice to those who don't give up. Don't you give up. Don't you stop pursuing. So be ever praying. And here's the part I want us to really lean into today. Ever expecting. In the same way as the widow, even so when the Son of Man comes back, he will find this kind of undying faith on earth. It's the pursuit that Jesus is wanting us to get to. It's the hunger. The hunger and thirst for more of him. And I don't believe we ever get to the place where we're satisfied. If we were, then he would never say, give me a spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him. Open the eyes of my heart to understand all of these scriptures that he asks us to pray so that we'll get more insight and more revelation. We never get to the place where we're satisfied. We need to recognize that we need him. Here in this moment, what is it that has caused you to stop pursuing God like you did in the very beginning, your relationship with the Lord? What is it that's holding you back from the day and the night, from the daily surrender of what God wants to do in your pursuit of him? What's gotten in the way of your time, your energy. Here in this moment, I just want us to all just reflect for a minute. Close your eyes so you're not distracted. Just ask the Lord. Lord, what is it that's holding me back from pursuing you with all of me? all of my heart, all of my mind, all of my soul, every part of my being, Lord. If you're hungry for more and you want to pursue God today, our prayer team is down here. I want to give you an opportunity. The altar is open and you just want to say, you know what? I'm coming down here and I'm just showing the Lord that he is I am all his. In the day and in the night, I am going to start pursuing after him. 
maybe right where you are, wherever you are, if you want to come down to the front, we have our prayer team here. If there's anything that you need as far as healing from the Lord, if you've experienced rejection, loneliness, depression, God wants to come and heal your heart today. Father, I just thank you for a house of hunger after you, Lord. A hunger and thirst for righteousness. A hunger and thirst for your presence. A hunger and thirst to hear from you. A hunger and thirst to read your word. A hunger and thirst to dive into scripture and to meditate on it day in and day out. God, give us your heart. Thank you for pursuing us even in our junk and continuing to pursue us when we mess up and make mistakes. You've walked in here and you're like, I am nobody because I've messed up, I've made mistakes. Who am I to be worthy of a relationship with God? You're worthy. He loves you. He longs to have a relationship with you. He longs to be in communion with you. He longs to love you despite what you've done, despite what you've walked through. He longs for a relationship with you. He longs to be a father to you. If you need that in your life, The Bible says that you can call upon the name of the Lord and you will be saved. God sent his son Jesus to die on a cross so that we could have a right relationship, access to him. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. The only way is through Jesus. And all you have to do is accept him, ask him to come into your heart. It says believe in your heart and confess that he is Lord of your life. To surrender your heart to him. If you want to do that this morning, will you just lift your hand to heaven? You want to just start pursuing the Lord. You've never done that before and you want to start today. And those of you who want to hunger more after God, will you just raise your hand so I can pray for you this morning? God, we thank you for a hunger in this place for more of you, God. I thank you, Lord, that as we meditate, that you give us fresh revelation, insight into what and who you are, God, and what you have for us, God. I thank you, Lord, for this place, for this house, that it will hunger and thirst after righteousness, that we will want to be holy and blameless in your sight, God. I thank you, Father, for dreams and visions, I thank you, Lord, for speaking throughout the day and in the nighttime. And as we wake in the nighttime, God, speak. Your servant is listening. We're listening for what you're saying, God. Our ear is in tune with heaven, God, that we'll hear from you. In Jesus' name. Can we just go into this song really quick, In the Day and the Night? And if you need prayer, you can come down to the front this morning. Let incense arise, day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Let's just let our incense arise this morning.
Let's press in this morning. That's it, Lord. You deserve all of the glory. That you are worthy of it all worthy of our lives, worthy of everything that we own, that it's yours, that we make a commitment to this day, God, to pursue after you with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our soul, with all of our strength, God. And I thank you, Lord, that you meet us right where we are in the day and in the night. In Jesus' name, amen. So remember this week we are fasting for Freedom Conference this next weekend. Thank you all so much for worshiping with us this morning. Have a great weekend.